Zero to One by Peter Thiel. One sentence summary. Zero to One is an inside look at Peter Thiel's philosophy and strategy for making your startup a success by looking at the lessons he learned from founding and selling PayPal, investing in Facebook, and becoming a billionaire in the process. My favorite quote from the author, Brilliant thinking is rare, but courage is an even shorter supply than genius. Peter Thiel. There are books that give you great strategies for selling, marketing, and planning your business. And then there are books that tell you to forget about all of that so you can take an approach that's so radically different that you won't even play in the same league as the readers of those other books. This is one of those books. Peter Thiel is an anomaly to say the least. A chess master under age 21, a doctorate in law by age 25, and a company sale for 1.5 billion at age 35. Zero to One will teach you the way he thinks, how he approaches business, and what you can do to build your startup's own future and shape the future of the world in the process. Here are my three lessons from the book. 1. The biggest leaps in progress are vertical, not horizontal. 2. Monopolies are good for both business and society. 3. Founders need a vision to take their business from zero to one. Let's see how the future is made. Zero to one, lesson one. The biggest leaps in progress are vertical, not horizontal. This answers the question, what does a real startup do? Can you imagine what the year 2200 will look like? It's hard, isn't it? That's because you know the world is making tremendous progress every year, but it's almost impossible to know what that will look like. But not all progress is created equal. Most of the progress we see on a day-to-day -day basis is horizontal. This kind of progress spreads existing ideas and technologies from one to many or from one to n. An example would be Apple making the computer personal. With the Apple II, it finally became affordable for the masses to own one. Vertical progress is what it takes to go from zero to one and create the technology or idea in the first place. Apple did this too when they came up with the iPhone in 2007 and changed the way we see and use phones altogether. If you want to create a startup that will not only improve but drastically change the world, you have to go from zero to one, not one to many. You can only do that by critically questioning a lot of the assumptions you hold about the present. Can people live on the moon? Is a world without cars possible? Will we be able to fully live off renewable energies? These are the kinds of questions you should concern yourself with if you want to play and win big. Zero to one, lesson two. Monopolies aren't bad. They're good for business and society. This answers the question, are monopolies bad? How often have you complained about something not working the way you want it on a Windows computer? Don't tell me I've been a Microsoft user, I know. With 75% of the market running on Windows, they're pretty much a monopoly. But is that really a bad thing? No. Peter Thiel says that a monopoly simply means one company is doing something so much better than everyone else that simply no one else can survive. This is actually good for everyone. Think about Google. You love to use Google because you know it's the best search engine out there. Google loves setting its own prices and reaping 25% of their revenue as profit, so it can make its service even better. And society should love it, because if ever someone came along and did beat Google, it would mean their search engine would probably have to be pretty spank and fantastic. Monopolies are nothing to scoff at. They're actually what any business or startup should shoot for. Zero to one, lesson three. If the founders don't have a vision, a company can never go from zero to one.
This answers the question, how important are founders when it comes to a startup? But building a monopoly surely doesn't happen overnight. Teal and a 50-person PayPal team spent years getting it to a place where it was the number one payment processor used by eBay customers. So they could finally leverage their monopoly position into selling the company. Where did they find the motivation to stick with it? One word. Vision. When you look at founders of successful companies, you'll find 90% of them are, in a way, weirdos. Steve Jobs is only the most prominent example, but actually plenty of entrepreneurs have a few quirks. And that's good. Being a little weird is what lets leaders develop a grand, if slightly delusional, vision for the future. Which is exactly what companies need to go from zero to one. Way back in 1999, Thiel said, PayPal will give citizens worldwide more direct control over their currencies than they have ever had before. A mouthful? Sure, but he was right. His vision of the future showed an entirely different reality than the one he lived in. And the drive it instilled in himself and his team is exactly what led them to creating the very future they imagined. So think big. As they say, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss it, you'll be among the stars. My personal takeaways from 0 to 1 for 2017. Very recently, I wrapped up the lessons from this book into an article called Startup World, Can You Think of Real Ideas, Please? <clears throat> and the reason I did that was that, first of all, this book completely opened my eyes in terms of what a startup even is and means and does. And uh, when I came to Munich and went to a couple of startup events, that again, with keeping the book's premise in mind, that again opened my eyes in terms of how many people are building companies that aren't really startups, yet they go for all the startup stuff that comes with it, like venture capital and the fancy parties and <clears throat> and the free booze and all that kind of stuff. So when I went to a couple of startup events here and started talking to people about their companies and their ideas and what they were making, it, it all turned out they were building consumer apps and one girl wanted to create this fruit salad empire where she would sell fruit salad on a, on a mass scale and another company they were doing something with some weird sensors and then they were they were literally like affiliate websites where they just promoted some fashion style trends and they linked to it on amazon with affiliate links and everybody said they were doing a startup and i was like these aren't like none of these are startups they're just business ideas they're all one-to-n ideas they're all horizontal horizontal in progress if even at all <clears throat> and so what this book will do is really open your eyes because if you think you have a startup idea this book will really put it to the test because chances are you won't have a startup idea chances are much rather that it's a business idea and you can grow this business as a regular business but the good thing is for that you don't need venture capital you need don't you don't need money from other people or you don't need to attend fancy parties and and impress investors and all that stuff because you can just build your business like the fruit salad example you can just literally make fruit salad and try to sell it and if it pops it pops and people will buy it and then you can buy more equipment and hire people and so on and so forth so there's really beauty in finding out your startup idea is actually just a business idea. And one of the best ways to test this, I think, is to simply go around and present the idea to all your friends. And if they tell you, hey, this is a great idea, you should do that, that's likely a business idea because other people understand business ideas. But if 
you have a true startup idea that goes from zero to one, it's going to be so crazy and it's going to sound so crazy to most people that they'll think you're insane for even trying to do that. So if you were to say something like, I want to replace the smartphone altogether, like we're not going to need smartphones if I come out with this thing, then people will say, yeah, right, good luck with that. And that's a good indicator you're on track to find an actual startup idea. So really keep these differences in mind. I highly encourage you to explore both and do as much as you can. But please, please, please don't go running for things like venture capital and, and all these, these, these fake entrepreneurial culture things just because it's a hype. Because you think you have a startup idea when really you could grow a beautiful, sustainable, old school business.